0: marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown and through adaptable problem solving we do just that learn more at marines.com steve cooper has a major problem let me tell you what it is and hopefully how we solve it welcome to your forest news Good morning, afternoon or night, wherever in the world you are. Hope you're doing well. and Welcome to Cooper's Major Problem. Coming up in today's video, we'll tell you what the problem is, what's causing this issue, and how Cooper gets to fix it. Before we do all that, if you're enjoying the videos, please don't forget to hit the like. Subscribe to Forest Fan TV. And don't forget to grab your Joe Worrell signed shirt from Football Prizes, the link's in the description below. Crypto, I'm still looking for your ticket. All right, let's jump into this video guys. Okay, so let's get into this and let's talk about what Cooper's major problem is. And what I've done here, I've laid out the full squad pretty much for you. I don't think I've missed anyone off. Chris Wood is there, just behind me. Anyway. What I want to show you guys with this is a bit of an imbalance when it comes to the squad. There's actually a few major problems Cooper's going to face with this squad. Now, don't get me wrong, squad looks fantastic. But when you put it down on paper, you can see we are very, very light on attacking players. I've got Aguilera in here, but honestly, he's not ready for the Premier League. If you were to take him out of the fold there, we only have six players. Renowned, if you like, attacking players. And if we were to get any injuries in the attacking sense or the attacking side of the players, then we are going to face, and Cooper is going to face, some major headaches. But even with everyone fully fit, our attacking options are looking quite thin. That's one of the problems. The other problem I see Cooper having is too many defenders. We've got... Just in terms of senior-ish players or new players that have signed, you're looking at what? Seven centre-backs. You're looking at six full-backs. And you're looking at seven central midfield players somewhere in between the six and the eight position. So it's quite bulky towards the um, lower side of the pitch. And then it gets thinner as we get towards the top side of the pitch. Now in terms of goalkeepers, we're fine. We've still got Horvath. Um, we've still got Shelby as well. So goalkeepers is covered. We're not really going to touch on that. So that's the first problem. The second problem I see Cooper having is the undroppables. The favourites FC, if you like. The players that I still think he's going to be attached to. Rightly or wrongly, I'm not, not on this video. Am I going to go through those opinions? And what we're going to work this video towards is potentially figuring out how Cooper is going to play and who the starting lineups will be Obviously, depending on the team, but based on those undroppables that are in his eyes. Now, there's not necessarily that many because he's dropped these players before last season. But I still think anytime they have a little run in a team where they've looked decent, he will back them and keep them playing. So let's get started. Let's start with the undroppables or the favorites FC, whatever you guys want to call it. Number one for me on that list is Worrell. So Worrell will come in. Now, he has dropped him, as I've mentioned, last year. But what does that mean in terms of what Cooper's going to do with his team? Because if Cooper's going to play in a back four, I personally think our two best center backs are Felipe and Nia Cate. And I don't think many would argue with that. Let me know down below who you think the two best center backs are. So if you're going to play a back four, you would have to drop Worrell. And you would bring in Nia Cate and Felipe. That, for me, is like a certainty. Now, obviously, we've got the unknowns in Murillo and uh, Omar Bamedeli. They're still unknown. Now, you've got Bolly as well, who's been brilliant so far this season. In fact, I'd probably say he's been the most consistent centre-back and the fittest out of all of them because he's been available for um, the start of the year. Start of the season, sorry. So, already, there's a massive major problem for Cooper here with centre-backs. And I think, I think, as much as I don't want to, but just looking at, it, it's just, I hope this kind of helps, kind of laid out, seeing all the players we have, their pictures, etc. Because it starts to open your eyes on, yes, we'd like to see a 4 2 three, one. Yeah, we want to see four attacking players on the pitch, especially against the crappy teams. But when you lay it out, when you look at Cooper's overall plan, it's a lot heavier on this side of the screen, in terms of the defensive side, than it is on the attacking side. So my gut feeling, looking at this on paper, is that we're going to see a back three still, as in three centre-backs. And I think if we look at the Burnley match, for example, um, this will be the back three pairing that Cooper probably wants to start with. Nia Felipe, and Worrell. So that's one major problem there. Now, I'm not going to give my opinion of I agree on it or not. This is kind of the detective work, if you like, of the problem. Now, when you look at the fullbacks, again, there's a couple of headaches here for him. Headache number one for me, and we'll bring him on here, is Montiel, Aurier, and Nico Williams. Now, out of these three, is there an undroppable, a favorites FC? Not really. It was looking like Williams early on last season, but he couldn't play in a back four. But in a back five, he's not too bad. So at the moment, I feel like Williams is the utility player. Use him on the right, use him on the left, wherever necessary. So I don't think he's too much of a problem. So we'll bring him back off the pitch. I think what's going to happen between Montiel and Aurier is going to be extremely interesting to see how Cooper goes about with that one. So will he go with Serge Aurier, who wasn't really, you know, first choice for him when he first came in last season, but then wasn't for many Forest fans either, and he had a cracking season. He's been a bit hit and miss for me at the start of this year. But is Montiel really going to come into Nottingham Forest and not want to start games? Yeah, he's got the World Cup and all that stuff. But I still do think overall, as a right back, Serge Aurier would be the better fit. For me. But I'm going to say that Montiel will end up starting and Serge Aurier may be dropped for Nottingham Forest. Now, on this left hand side, I don't think it's much of an issue. I think Einar is probably the number one choice. If Tavares is, then I think we may have problems. But what did interest me about this Tavares situation is there are heavy rumors that there is an obligation to buy within the loan to buy. And Him coming on for those 10-15 minutes against Chelsea worries me. Because if there is an obligation to buy based on appearances, why would we waste one of those for 15 minutes against Chelsea when Anar was looking okay for me? So anyway, that's a problem we can kick down the road. We don't need to talk about that now. The big problem now comes in this midfield position. So I think this is probably going to be the back five, and I think we'll probably see it against Burnley based on fitness, etc. The midfield is the main issue, I think, in terms of headaches. Now, when I'm talking about these problems, like you would look at it as a manager think, this is a major problem, but I'd rather have this major problem than have crap players all around. But let's start with the favorites FC for Cooper and for a lot of the fans from the midfield. And that, of course, is going to be Ryan Yates. Now, Ryan Yates, again, has been dropped um, quite a few times last season, made sub appearances, etc., even at the start of this season. But I think he is going to be part of Cooper's first-choice plans. And I think Yates will be in there. Now, where are you really playing, Yates? He's not fully a CDM. He's not fully a number eight. He's not fully, you know, a six. So he's probably going to be like a CM for me, somewhere in the middle, if you like. But then the other thing is Sangare cannot be dropped. Sangare will have to play. There's no two ways about that. Maranakis isn't going to spend that money for Cooper to slowly bed him in. So already you can start to pick two. Now the question is, is he going to go for a three-man midfield and sacrifice up front? And I think the answer is probably yes. Why? Because of the lack of numbers, as you can see here, of the attacking options we have. I think Cooper is going to look to lock out this midfield. And the question really is, who fills that one slot from an available five? Dominguez, the captain of Bologna. Let's bring him up here. Is he coming to Forest to benchwarm? Danilo, the sensation from the end of last season. Poor start to this year, but a lot, a lot expected of him. Santos coming in from Chelsea, who probably have put some kind of um, maybe not full claws in there, but a certain amount of expectations in terms of game time. Mangala, the quiet one for me, the one who's going unnoticed, the one who does play well, but has been sacrificed a few times by Cooper. And then obviously, Cech Quixote. Now, for me, Cech Quixote is probably going to be, boom, the first name off the list. He doesn't have the, the legs for me to do 90 minutes. He's probably going to be a bench warmer for me. The question is now, who plays this third position out of the four available? And I think Cooper, this one's a tough one guys, get your thoughts in down below, but I think Cooper is probably gonna bench Santos, bench, bench Mangala and go either Dominguez or Danilo. Now. This decision may be made easier for him because Danilo seems to have a hamstring injury. So I think, come Burnley, we're going to see the midfield three of Dominguez, Sangare, and Yates, or Mangala, Sangare, and Yates. That's how I feel that's going to go. And then, when we look now into the attacking options, I don't know if you guys agree with that or not. Let me know in the comments below. But when we look at the attacking options, Back to favourites F season undroppables is MGW. So you've got to put MGW down. Cooper's going to build this team around MGW. Forget building around Sangare or Niakate or whoever it might be. It's going to be built around MGW. It's his boy. It's his big money signing that he pushed for last season. So MGW will definitely play. And that leaves one more name on the team sheet. And that of course, does it? 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Yeah. And Ali's one more name, and that name will, without a shadow of a doubt now, have to be Awani, who's just on fire. So, by doing that, and I think probably Turner will probably still start, this, to me, seems to be Cooper's team that he's going to look to do. Now, the problem I've got with it is that I think Alanga has been really good, and I'd like to see Alanga start. He may look at Callum Hudson-Odoi and Alanga and look at them for the next couple of weeks as being impact subs. I don't think that's the right call, personally, but I think that's what he's going to do. But I think the enforcements, if you look at how the transfer window has played out, and it has been a fantastic transfer window, it's a transfer window that's going to add steel mainly into the midfield. And when, when you look at this team that I've just put on there, Really, there's only three new players that would start from that second batch of the transfer window in Dominguez, Sangare, and Montiel. And Montiel could quite easily beat Oreo, so then you're down to two. So, do I like this? No is the answer. Do I expect this to happen against Burnley? Probably. Would this be enough to beat Burnley? It should be. It, it should be. It, it's quite a... A solid-looking team, if you like, but not a very attacking-looking team. So I do see this being somewhere in Cooper's plans. If not at Burnley, definitely at Manchester City. Now, what would I do to change this? And this isn't my team, but just to solve the problem. For me, he has to drop one of the centre-backs. And as I said at the start of the video, this has to be Worrell. Warhol for me will either be an 8 out of 10 or a 9 out of 10 performance or a 4 or a 5 out of 10. What you want in your centre backs, ideally better than a star performance or better than a, a mishap or, a, you know, a, a blunder. You just want consistency. You want a solid 7 out of 10, game in, game out, six and a half, seven 7 out of 10. And he can't quite bring that yet. And that's why I think he should be the one dropped. And that leaves our two centre backs here as Felipe and Nia Cate in this instance. Now, put who you want in. But the point I'm making here is how you free up an extra attacking option for Nussingham Forest. And potentially what you could then do is push Morgan Gibbs White out on the right, Alanga, um, sorry, Morgan Gibbs White out on the left, Alanga on the right, or even vice versa. They're both interchangeable. But I think, again, another problem you're going to have for Cooper is how do you get MGW into that 10 position? Which for me is by far and away his most impressive position. And I don't think it will necessarily happen. I think Forrest are more likely to go to a 4-3-3 than a 4-2-3-1 yet. But this for me solves the problem of having too many defensively minded players and it brings it to a more balanced team, something like this. And yes, you've got... Your options on the bench for your midfielders. You could bring a Santos in if it's a tight game. You could bring a Quixote in. You could bring a Mangala if you're looking for someone to, to nibble away at them. But it's going to be tough for Cooper. Because finding the balance of that midfield three is going to be the key to the season. As I always say on these videos. The battle of the game. The game, sorry, is decided in that midfield battle. If you win the midfield battle, more times than not you will win the match. And with the likes of Yates, Sangare and Dominguez working a three, on paper yes, but in reality, will it happen? Or will Cooper have to experiment with this midfield three for a while before he knows what the best combination is? And will he have the time to do that? Premier League is so unforgiving. But, That's what I wanted to show you on the teams. Let me know your thoughts on how you feel the balance and the depth of the squad is looking. I guess that's two separate questions. And let me know if you think that team that I put out here, let's just quickly go back to it. Something like this will end up being what Cooper's working towards. And is that balance actually? That's just missing the eights there. Let me know in the comments down below. All right, guys, so I hope that explains to you the major problems that Cooper is going to go through. Of course, these major problems are good major problems. Let's not get it twisted here. But it's going to be really fascinating to see how this squad develops and how quickly can these players click. And what formation is Cooper going to go with? For me, I can't wait till 6.45 on Monday because I want to know and I want to get inside the mind of Cooper to see. What team is he going to put out at Burnley? That 645 is going to be a real watershed moment. Get your thoughts in on all of that down below. If you've enjoyed the video, please don't forget to like it. So if you haven't already, subscribe to Forest Fan TV if you're new. Go dra- grab your tickets for that Joe Worrell signed Forest Home Kit. The link's pinned in the comments down below. We'll see you on the next video. Come on, you Reds. Sports Social Podcast Network.